Welcome world to episode 225 of the Chamber of Chance Analysis Podcast. My name is Chance. I update the games of chance.blogspot.com daily with the latest Ghost of Tsushima news. <laughs> joining, joining me, as always, is Chamberlain and Alex. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? I'm all right. So so last week, you and I recorded basically a cooking episode. Yeah. Or very much an eating episode. Now that Alex is back, we need mm. to record a, a birds going to the beach episode because that's <laughs> what I want to hear about. I want to hear about Alex's bird at the beach. It was awesome. He was great. Good traveler, loved the beach. Now, was he in a cage the whole time? No, 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 no. We had like a screen in Porsche. We hung it out in there a lot. Oh, no, but like, was he ever in danger of flying away into the wild blue yonder? A couple times. Oh, really? And he yeah. stayed. He stayed oh, yeah. with you. No, he stays. That's awesome. Yeah. He knows where the food is. Well, that, and we got a, we got a good thing going. Oh, well, there you go. No, th- yeah, man. Th- this is his flock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was really quiet as long as people were in the room. He was just good hanging out. But if anyone left, he freaked out. <laughs> on uh, on Friday last week, I actually went out for like to to do like a social thing for the first time since COVID started. And how does that go? It went really nice. No, it was really nice on for the most part. And I warned her when we get back to my place, Doug's going to want pets, and Harley is going to be terrified of you. Don't be insulted. He's going to think I'm coming in. He's going to see you, and he will explode. I don't know why anyone would be surprised by an unknown cat being a jerk, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of his cats. Like I I come in the door and he's sitting at the end of the hall. He's like, David, he goes, meow. And then he sees this strange shape behind me and you can immediately see his entire form bristle. Like it was amazing. He he just blew up the stairs like a tornado. He turns around, not leaving the ground. No, no, Harley. And, and Harley, Harley is the size of a toddler. Like when he, when when he goes up, when, yeah, when Harley goes up and down the stairs, you think there's someone in the house. (laughs) It's really a thump. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's big. It's a big. He's like a fat cat or just a big cat. No, no he's just big. just big. Yeah. he's yeah. just big. He's like this. Yeah. Got to be yeah, some kind of Maine Coon or uh, Siberian uh, Norwegian tundra cat. forest cat. Yeah, Norwegian forest cat. That's what I was yep. thinking of. Yep. Yeah, those are big in imager. Well, they're gi- like giant cats. Like a giant cat is awesome. Yeah, it's like, it's like a tiny elephant. <laughs> <laughs> you want it? You want it? But with like sharper teeth, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That they aren't afraid to use. No, Harley is very much into the the love nips. Mm. Like as as I'm petting, and if my hand stops petting him, he will go and drag it <laughs> with his teeth. Like he's like he's like get to work. Yeah, very much, very much. So I have not been playing Ghost of Tsushima. No, you, you haven't. You, there's no way you bad. could have. This is no. There is a way I could have like reached out to. Um, all the people that I used to bug on Twitter a lot and sometimes retweeted my shit. Like, I should have, I should have bugged Shuhei Yoshida. I should have bugged Geo Corsi. I should have bugged that guy who used to run indies but no longer does. <laughs> said so. <Yeah. laughs> like, I should have reached out to all of them and said, that's it. I'm seeing this. I've been a PlayStation Plus member for like 15 fucking years. What have you sent me? Send me a review code for this game. <laughs> I'm cashing in all my chips for this. But I didn't. So you'll be able to play it. Tonight. Uh, what, what, what time is it right now? It is currently 6.30 p.m. Central Time. I will be able to play it at 11 p.m. precisely. Yikes. And, and I'm assuming you are going to be playing at 11. Yes. And have nothing else planned for the remainder of the evening. No. after Actually, after this, I'm going out again, but I'll but be But I mean, back once you get back from in, that. I mean, once I'm back, what I'm doing is eating takeout food and playing Ghost of Tsushima until I'm satisfied with Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. And I don't know how long it that'll be. It could be tomorrow. I don't think yeah. that'll be the case based on the there multiple reviews. There are some reviews. grumpy reviews in there. There 
sure are, but but the reviews that I paid attention to, and, and um, I, I paid attention to the reviews that talked about how the game felt for them, and for the people that were grumpy, it, it feels like you're, you went into this wanting Assassin's Creed, or wanting Grand Theft Auto, and this is doing its thing, so sometimes to level up, you're going to go write a haiku. That's part of the point of being a samurai. <laughs> yeah. Is like, is like, there's this. They they were poets and spiritual, and they were I'll also. Some of them. Well, okay, I know, but but that's the myth of the this samurai. One, yeah, right. yes. This this game is trying to do with Akira Kurosawa movies what the original Red Dead Redemption did with uh, spaghetti westerns. As far as far as I'm concerned, so which wait, strikes me weird that they messed to level up. up you forgot a haiku. Yeah, well, it's not—it's not just to level up. It's—it's it's like to upgrade a certain aspect of yourself. Like, and I people complain about that. That's awesome. That's I awesome. know. I know. <laughs> and and like you find shit that allows you to play different songs on your flute. And, and I'm just, pretty yeah, sure decorative that, weather just for the hell of it. Yeah, that changes the weather. Ah, the game. Awesome. You stand there and play your flute. That's that's a feature. Come on. Yes. And to me, that's a massive fucking feature. And everyone's complained about the stealth. Everyone said the stealth is relatively shallow. Shallow. Everything I've seen of the stealth keeps on telling me that this is the Decima engine that Horizon ran on, basically. Because the stealth AI that I'm seeing is identical to Horizon and how they act. And I don't know. Just just the way the way the speed at which it plays. I would, so horizon to me. I would sooner have simple stealth than bad stealth. Mm-hmm. Now, to that I will say, I have heard there are sections where if you're seen, it starts over. Oh, <laughs> shit. Apparently, there's not too many of them, but they are in there. And just so you know, that hasn't dampened my enthusiasm one fucking iota. It depends how long the load time is between being okay. seen and starting over. Check this out. I saw a thing. God, I don't remember whose it was the other day. But to fast travel across the map was 20 seconds. To reload after a death was six. That's not bad. That's no. insane for an open world game. Like, I think about the fast travel in, you know, even Horizon or Red Dead Redemption. Like, oh my god, fucking Oblivion, like Skyrim, right? Um, so that's huge. That's like, that's like the first, uh, was the first Dead Island games had amazing fast travel within yeah. your section of the map, right? Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, just the load time in this on a, just on a normal PS4. That's pretty cool. Hmm. But you haven't played it yet. Tragically. Tonight. No, I, I filled, I filled, you know, the hole in me with a bunch of other games, watched some movies, watched a movie I want to talk about because mm-hmm. it brought up The Last of Us 2 for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know how we can't really talk about The Last of Us 2 without bringing up Spoilers. Yeah. You, you play the second half as Abby. Because the base conceit of the game is to make you have that uh, shift of empathy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I see you, it begins with uh, a young boy in the woods riding his bike. And he is suddenly taken off his bike by what seems to be a supernatural force, and the boy disappears. A cop is assigned to investigate. We spend the first half of the movie with the cop, his wife, Helen Hunt, their disturbed son. As the wife, uh, Helen Hunt, goes progressively more insane because shit is like, the house seems to be haunted or something. Mm. Like, shit just randomly goes missing or is moved. Her favorite coffee cup is just gone, and then it's back. And, or they like, appears on the roof with cigarette butts in it. <laughs> the, the pictures that line the staircase leading to the second floor... The pictures in the frames are slowly going missing as the movie goes on. Until by the end of the first act, there are no more pictures in those frames, but all the frames are there. And she's seeing this, and she's going crazy. 
Uh, well, no, like, a, it's, it's happening to a bunch of people, and then eventually it starts getting violent, whatever's going on in the house. And the search for the, uh, the, the search for whoever's kidnapping these missing boys kind of intensifies, and it, they kind of go back to the case because they thought they had put the guy in prison who had this M.O., but more kids are going missing, and the stories aren't lining up, and then stuff is getting weird with, with the adult case, and then it switches perspective to a pair of froggers who have been living in this, uh, family's house the entire time. They've just been living, they've been living, froggers, apparently frogging is like an urban legend that, and you know, like I've read this shit, I've read stories on Jezebel and the pissing contest where like, you know, like there'll there'll be a woman living in uh, a new townhouse alone and she'll swear she could hear someone else in the house sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, they're living in like the the attic. They're living in a crawl space and that's what Yeah, every time she comes home there's dust all over everything. Exactly. So, so this, this nice young lady who kind of does this for a living has agreed to permit this young man to come with her. The young man is clearly kind of disturbed, but uh, he, she has convinced her to bring him. He refuses to not fuck with the family, which the woman insists is a bad idea. And his fucking with the family gets progressively more violent. And so it's interesting to see all this violence should occur now from their perspective, but we've seen weeks of this shit occurring already. We know they don't get caught. Mm. So the story goes on, and you become more and more terrified of what this young man is going to do to the family until it occurs to you that the person who killed all those young boys years ago and the person who kidnapped these most these most recent young boys is the cop who was assigned to find the killer. Aha. And this young man is not just any young man. He's one of two young men who got away 15 years ago when they put the wrong guy in prison because this cop was, of course, part of the evidence. Uh, 2019. Huh. So basically what this show does is it br- is it makes you involved in this cop's family, it makes you care, like you want them to be okay, and then it makes you hate this kid, and by the end of the the kid's story, at the end of, basically the end of the movie, just before the denouement, um, it does the Ellie and Abby thing, where now I am on the kid's side, I really hope he kills this cop. And like, in the end? Uh, in the Yeah, he does. And, but it, uh, because that second act was so fucking boring. Oh. Yeah, it just. Because all the tension is gone. Exactly. I fast forwarded through most of it. And then I watched a couple specific scenes. Because I was like, yeah, why did he wake up in a bed full of piss? Well, the kid pissed on him. <laughs> anyway. So, so, but after playing the, after playing The Last of Us and watching this movie, it was neat to see a piece of media try to do what The Last of Us did. And I can point to The Last of Us and say The Last of Us actually did it better. Huh. They tried. They did the same trick better than this. So, again, and it was too late in production for them to actually steal that idea. So, yay! (laughs) Yes, yes, but it's yeah. It was interesting that I just happened to watch a movie that was trying to do the same thing. Hmm. Well, what have you been playing, gentlemen? Jim. Sorry, I'm looking at pictures of Helen Hunt. She still looks really good. Oh, really? Because I was. (laughs) Pardon me. I was. Maybe the picture's old. I was distracted all movie by the amount of um, plastic surgery. Plastic surgery she's Maybe clearly had. Oh picture. no! Maybe yeah, like it's it's picture. it's it's quite noticeable. Distracting. Yeah, it's, it's her face looks a little taut. Yeah, it's supposed to be yeah. a picture. Yeah, and um, I think about I think about Helen Mirren, and I'm sure Helen Mirren's had work done, but Helen Mirren just looks like a you know an yeah. aged an aged woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at Helen Hunt's age, I think she might want to. Try looking mm. like an aged woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So I have three little games okay. that I played. Um, the first is Spirit of the North. Now, do you remember the oh, the kind of run of games like Journey, the tragically flawed Journey? Oh, okay. And, yeah. and f- <laughs> I will never stop taking pot shots at that pot Oh, if we know. And Flower. Remember Flower? That yeah. if you use the PS3 motion controller to kind of move your flowers around. Okay. I would describe those as like visual poems. I mean, it gives you a basic idea. There isn't, I mean, there's some story in there, but you're kind of flowing with the imagery mm-hmm. and it's, it, you're kind of getting the message. And with the no, feeling and the music. And yeah, exactly. And that's what Spirit of the North is. Spirit of the North is you're playing as a fox and sometimes you're a regular fox and sometimes you're like a spirit. Oh, fox. this came out years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it did, but it just came out on PS4 like last year. I think. Okay. Um, it and, was made, it was made by people in an Inuit tribe. I believe so. Yeah. 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 I remember this. Um, and then you end up, the, the whole point is you're like following this red ribbon through the sky. It looks like the Aurora Borealis, but kind of evil. Ooh. And you find out as you play through the game that, yeah, it is evil. You don't know where it's coming from, but it, it wrecked this town. All the people are dead. And oh you're God. just, you're kind of, you know, you know how in Journey you're following towards the top of the mountain? Mm-hmm. This one you're following this ribbon through different areas. And, and it's, it's, it's nice and it's, it's, you know, easy and there's some puzzles and the platforming is a little iffy, but the, the problem with it, is that Journey and Flower both worked because they could and should have been played through in a single sitting. Because they're like two and a half hours long, maybe three, pushing it, right? This is too long by like half. And whenever it does something, it it feels, for some reason, the need to do it again. Mm. Like you solve this puzzle. Okay, solve it again, but just just a little different. And like, no, that's not the point of this. No, you've already done this before. Exactly. You've already done this, and it's not interesting enough to make it, you know, interesting again. So the, the game would have been significantly better if they just edited it down and pulled off like two or three hours of stuff and made it just a solid three-hour experience as opposed to six hours where it's just too long. Yep. But if you're a team that this is, you know, you're you're really proud of this, and this is going to be like the first major Inuit game put out there. I could see the arguments among the team saying like we have to make as much content as we can. I, yeah, I, I I understand that. And visually, it looks. I mean, this is not the most breathtaking game you've ever seen, but it, you, you know, get their the point. screenshots are lovely. Yeah, you you get their point, and that you know, it, and it does change. I mean, first it's all snow and stuff, but then it changes to like a ruined cityscape, like old like ancient city stuff, and then you finally get to the mountain. And you're doing that so there is a there's a flow to it and a movement of things and it's good but it just it felt too long it felt too long yeah. it's definitely you, you have to be in the mood for basically a walking simulator because that's what you're doing you're running as the fox and doing little things here and there well to to bring it back to ghost of tsushima <laughs> um when you talk about repetition that's the complaint that people would have about the haikus or the you know the the, the bowing at a shrine or something is that the first time you do it is like wow it's magical and the second time it's just like come on are we done bowing yet and i don't think that's going to be a problem for me at least um but I've put up with thing. that kind of repetition in Assassin's Creed games for oh a decade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I saw I saw a wonderful example the other day that I loved. It was a shot of um the last Assassin's Creed game of a guy just like going around he was like up on a ramparts in a base, and there were a bunch of enemies scrambling around below, right? You've seen this. Yeah. And there was a UI element, a big tag with a level over every single enemy down there and a bunch of items that they could interact with. And of course they had their like primary location and they had their everything, everything on the HUD. And then there was a screenshot of Ghost of Tsushima next to it. 
Yeah, with no HUD. <laughs> no HUD. And that's one of the, well, another thing, the levels of the enemies. You know how, like, in Assassin's Creed, you could fight a boar that was five levels above you. And so, die. And yeah. So you, you, you were going to die no matter what you did, no matter how good you were at the game. There aren't levels in Ghost of Tsushima. There are just skills. Hmm. You hmm. can go through the, you can just blitz the campaign and you will never be under leveled. See, that's how Assassin's Creed kept you out of places it didn't want you to go yet. Yeah. And, by but, killing but, you with random enemies. But it also forces a grind on you, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to grinding combat. <laughs> so then I had two Game Pass games. Okay. Which ones that, I, you know, they show up on Game Pass. I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. Why not? The first is CrossCode. CrossCode is an isometric oh. kind of RPG-ish thing. Pixel art, you know, okay animation. Um, it is... The combat's interesting. It's it's a combination of like some melee and some just throwing balls at people. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like you can. Yeah, I've heard and, and, really good yeah, things about this. Well, there's puzzles where you have to like bounce the balls around to like get them to hit mm-hmm. things in a specific order, and all that's fine, right? the The basic story is that there's an MMO that's real where you log in, and you it isn't really ever explained how you log in, but you log in, and your avatar is physically created on this island oh, or near the island. And then you log off and you kind of disappear. And you're made out of some sort of pretend version of matter. And your character is, of course, someone who's playing the game and has lost their memory. And you're brought back to play the game to try to regain your memory. And there's got to be something more than that going on. Um, when you first start up, you don't have the ability to speak. So you didn't so, finish it. Yeah, no, I didn't finish it. I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, they, so you don't have the ability to speak and your helper playing on a program was in your head. First gives you just one word. Hi! So she just says hi to everybody. And then it gives her, like, her name. So there's really funny interactions where she's trying to have conversations with just her name and hi. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that'll grow more. So my problem with it was, it That's is it's cool, an isometric yeah. game with no jump button. Yeah. But there are jumping puzzles. Ah. Well, so is And the way the jumping works is you have to run up to something and yeah. point yeah. yourself in the right direction and jump yeah. towards it. But mm-hmm. it is really unclear because of the way, the way the angle of it works, what you can jump on and what you can't jump on. What is too high for you? What is too low for you? Mm. So it's this, this constant So it's a lot of trial and error. Yes. And oh. the, the problem is you have like, you have to go up to a higher path in one part of the level and if you fall off, you have to walk all the way back and try it again. Oh. The other part is that it's you can tell it's almost lampooning MMOs, but the first thing it does is is overload you with like ten fetch quests of kill five of this, kill ten of this, collect some of this, yeah. and you have to really do them because that's where your XP comes from. Yeah. So it, it it is both making fun of and guilty of the same things that, that MMOs do. Yeah, but if Sorry, it what stops, was the name if again? it stops do- cross code. Oh, okay, yeah, I've yeah. heard about this. Yeah, I saw yeah. I saw a really good write up on this on Kotaku the other day. Actually, I mean, I, really I understand why people are enjoying it. I mean, I I'm hoping that the combat gets deeper as it goes, but it's just I, it couldn't it didn't grab me. The first level is just this screen after screen of very same looking stuff, and then you have the same kind of enemies, and then. Um, it, it does have a very, very nice death penalty where if you die, it just resets you to the beginning of, the, of that screen, of that room, and you've lost everything you've done, but it's a very quick load time, so that's nice. But it's, it just didn't land for me. I did not enjoy it. Shit. Yeah. Ooh, okay, what's the third one? Uh, Neon Abyss. Good name. Neon Abyss is, it's, it's almost exactly Binding of Isaac or, um, shoot. The bullet one? Oh, no. I always um, like... I like the... No, I can't remember the name of it now. Contra. No, 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 no. It's, 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 it's a roguelike. Oh, um, uh, Binding of Enter Isaac. the Gungeon. 
Ness Enter the Gungeon, yeah. I mean, it is exactly those games, but 2D side-scrolling. Yeah, so Contra. Yeah. Well, Contra's not a roguelike. Contra's a well, linear no, game. Well, no, but it's a 2D side-scrolling shooter. True, but it also has, like, twin-stick shooting where your your right stick is uh, shooting whatever direction you want to shoot in, and your jump is on one of the triggers, so... I just love that key that art way. of the, the, the kid in the hoodie with the blazing eyes. Yeah, that's trying pretty hard. That's stupid. I know, but I like the... I love... The, it made me open it on the Switch store to see what it was, and then I saw a screenshot of it, and I'm like, no. It, it, it looks fine. It plays fine. What The reason I kept playing it is, in Binding of Isaac and Enter the Gungeon... Some of the power-ups, some of the weapons are just bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like you get this, you're like, why did I pick this up? Oh. All of the powers and are all of the weapons are good. Ooh. And you get different ones each time you play through. And I'm not going to put any significant time into this, but I played long enough to get through the first bunch of levels to beat the first boss, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was fun. But then you have to get reset to the beginning, and now instead of five areas, it's seven areas, but a lot of the bosses are the same. So it's, it's running out of content already after only a couple of hours. Eh. You're but making me want to play it, though. It's it the way it plays is not bad, and it, some of the powers are really cool. And, it, it and makes I like you play, I like the presentation. Like I like screenshots of it. Yeah, it makes you play almost counterintuitively. Like there's there are shops in there where you know, enemies drop coins, and you can buy weapons or buy you know just like Enter the Gungeon. But I picked up a power last night that the more gold I had on hand, the more powerful my weapon was. Oh, I hate those. No, it was actually fun because I already had a decent amount of of, of money. So oh. what I had just became awesome immediately. <laughs> So I just kept hoarding gold. There's uh, there's one of those in Hades where if you get to the end of this of this uh, section of the game, uh, you'll get 10% of your gold back. And you keep on getting 10%. I think it goes up to 15% of the highest levels every final section. There's three sections totally. So what this does is it makes you not want to spend a fucking dime <laughs> until you walk into the final area. But when you do, you have enough money to buy out the shop. Yeah. It's really cool. It's 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 a fun little game that I mean I never really got into Binding of Isaac and that one never really hit for me. I you're played gonna, some. And, hmm? I think you're really gonna like Hades. I probably will. I probably will. It may take me a while to come around on it, but I'll probably come around on it. I I, I gotta put down like a, a Hollow Knight kind of thing. Like it's not <laughs> good. No no. Well, no, I'll no, quit no. and come back a week later. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like I will. If you quit, I will be bucking you about it for at least two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it He'll took definitely months quit. for uh, for Hollow Knight. You'll definitely yeah. quit. I'll tell you why. Because once you've completed probably three runs of Hades, mm-hmm. you've seen every enemy in Rune, with few exceptions. There are definitely exceptions to that, Alex. <laughs> there are a couple. There's like some new sub bosses that just got sh- that just showed up. Yeah, but the the point is like uh, for Chamberlain, once the game stops showing him new content, he's done. Yeah, that, it does become a problem. And with Hades, the story content will keep on rolling. Oh, yeah. And the upgrade content for everything you got will keep on rolling. But what it's asking you to do is basically run through the same basic series of potential rooms again. But killing those enemies is so much fun. Killing enemies is so much fun. And every time you run, you're incentivized to use a different weapon. And yep. each different weapon has like four or five different aspects that completely change how they play. So, you know, it, yeah, well, when you well, completely me, level up, Alex, that's like maybe fucking, the first quarter of the game. Yeah, yeah. For me and Alex, it's fucking crack cocaine. Yeah. For you, it's going to be, why am I walking down the same hallway again? And me and Alex are like, but you got a different gun. You're like, I don't care. I'm shooting it's the same different thing. Power guy. change everything. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I, I will definitely play it. You guys have talked about it so much that I kind of have to play it at you this really point. You really do. Yeah. And I'm honestly not telling anybody to run out and buy Neon Abyss. If you've already got Enter the Gungeon or Binding of Isaac, you're good. It's the same game. 
but it's different enough for me. Just being size if, if you actually successfully ran through it, like you never did that with Gungeon. I never did that well, with Gungeon. Here's the thing. Alex never Gungeon, did that with Gungeon. Gungeon is significantly harder. Gungeon's Gungeon really harder. was some bullshit. And so uh, a roguelike that has enough accessibility, like a rogue legacy kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's another point in this thing's favor. I would definitely put it at that difficulty level as rogue legacy. Gun- mm-hmm. yeah, you're right, Alex. Gungeon has some serious bullshit in it every yeah. once in a while. Like you pick up a crappy weapon. <laughs> yeah, well, I never got... No, two-thirds never, of those weapons are shit. Yeah. I never had that gun in Gungeon that was like, ha, 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 I hope I don't die now. Like, I never got that. Uh, once or twice. Yeah, I, I only got, got like, this is good enough for now. And then soon it was like, this is not good enough anymore. No. No, there, there's there's one weapon I've picked up, and I, I should have kept using it. That it, it basically is like the, uh, the Ghostbuster... Oh, like I love plasma oh, yeah, that thing. was a good one. But it, it also, no, this is, this isn't Neon Abyss. It, it, okay. it, once it attaches to an enemy, you can dodge and it'll stay attached to that enemy for a while. So, uh, okay, it, it looks really cool. Gungeon had really good flavor text. Yeah, that's true. I was always like, just like picking up something new. I wanted to read what the flavor text was, like the, the pillowcase gun. We just <laughs> throw pillows at everybody. This <laughs> pillowcase gun. Has Alex not been playing any video count. games? I haven't played a couple video games. Cause yeah. I know you've been playing Persona 4. Yes, I have. Slash, kind of am. I just, I oh god, thirty hours and I just hit the DLC shit. Oh, wow. I, it, it's at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna put it down because it's distracting. Because it's actually really pretty. They put some like. Oh, you're playing you know, it right now, like as yeah, we I'm gonna stop doing that. Yeah, we got a um, podcast going on, son. Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> it's winter stuff. Uh, Chase lives in a kimono. There's a lot of new anime stuff. I oh, in a kimono. I, yep, I'm gonna <laughs> give that my full attention at a later date. But no, um, Persona 4 Golden was abs- would have been worth like 40 bucks because it just, it adds a lot of like quality of life stuff the game didn't have before. You can go out at night. It's a lot easier to, uh, just like make sure like your central crew gets, um, social linked up and then you can just move on to other people. There's a lot more to do. There's like a whole nother tier to fishing when you go to the coast. I never, I never got into the fishing. Yeah, but then you can't max out the fox, and you can't get the cheap SP back. I know, but it's critical. The Japanese love their fishing mini games. Yeah, they do. Really do. This one's pretty good. It's it's a new one. It's like a like a uh, tap bar, but you also have to like push the reel back and forth with a thumbstick. It's not bad. See, and and just that comment, Chamberlain, has given me a perfect opportunity to veer us back to our topic of Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, hmm. God. <laughs> oh, was there a fishing mini game? No, but uh, talking about how Japanese people like it and don't, mm-hmm. and um, and a weird choice that was made. So what? apparently, the English voice casting cast is very strong. They got a lot of like real big name talent in there, and they do a really good job. Apparently, that's the what tr- I'd say about Infamous Two, which I thought was. Never really got credit for how good just almost every line of dialogue was. And what a colossal leap it was over the first one. I 100% yes. agree. Oh, yeah. It, it, it did for open world games. Like, it, it put Naughty Dog level cinematics into an open world game. It like, it, it's because of Sucker Punch's work that I just, I cannot forgive that Final Fantasy remake. What, does, remake what, what on earth stuff. does Sucker Punch have to do with Final Fantasy VII Remake? Look, they put so much work into the acting. Every time, like, an NPC opened their mouths, I just I, I had to turn the voices off eventually. Oh, that. Oh, they yeah. didn't give a shit okay. about the English translation. Okay. But, but okay, so in Ghost of Tsushima, you have a wonderful Eng- English version that was the first version made. The script was written in English. Then everything was painstakingly translated to Japanese to the point that Japanese reviewers point to this game and say that Japanese people can learn period-specific language from it. 
Oh, that's wow. Neat. And the signage in it is like perfect. And they have no complaints. Like there's never any weird signs, which is apparently really common when a game gets translated over into Japan. I always loved how Resident Evil 4 had Japanese road signs. And apparently the Japanese voice work is terrible. Oh no. Just terrible. Just like some are, some are good, but some are really bad. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, and like not even only that, but the entire game is lip synced really well. Alex, you'll okay. appreciate this. I, I will, definitely. To, to the English. Mm. Yeah. So well, that would cost way too much to no, uh, twice. no, 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 no. Yeah, it would. See, see, that's and that is where we come back to Final Fantasy VII. Alex, it would cost too much to do that really well. But yeah. they did voice everyone, and that alone would be insanely expensive. Just but also on a fundamental level, the shit they were saying was awful. So for Ghost of Tsushima. Hmm. The, their stated ambition in this is to recreate the style of Akira Kurosawa cinema. If you're going to do that, why would your first priority not be the Japanese language and then add a pretty good English voiceover after that? I don't know. So the entire I... thing is synced to Japanese. Like, if, if that was your original ambition, why was this your choice? That's an st- interesting question. It had to be some just triage imperative thing. Like, what can we do? What what do we have the time to? That the seven years it took to make it. What did they not have the time to do? Um, I don't. Know. I've also uh, heard that yeah. the black and white Kurosawa mode is not really playable. No, it, because it, there it, are it color coded things in the gameplay that are lost. I can see that. Um, yeah, but I haven't seen any color coded things that are different between different enemies. Like uh, this enemy will use a red attack, and I've seen a different type of enemy use a blue attack. I've never seen the same enemy use a red and a blue. And the reason everyone says turn it off is not so much the gameplay issue, it's because the game is gorgeous and so mm. colorful that you it don't want to miss really it. It's really nice. Yeah, it does look... Oh, I can't wait. I can't, nice. I can't wait to have a duel in a field of barley at sunset. But, like, while I was hopscotching against a bunch of different stuff, still playing Remnant, trying to get back into Grifflands, I just, like, you know what? I haven't played Dark Souls 2 in, a, in a, oh, like, yeah. several years. I haven't only played Scarlet of the First Sin once, so I've forgotten everything that game changed, which was a shit ton. And this is on PC. This is on PC, and it, I'm ready to call Dark Souls 2 Scholar the hardest Dark Souls game there is. Wow. Because it is just throwing so much shit at you at once. Like, you remember, um, what's it? Uh, not Dead Man's Copes, uh, the, 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 um, the sea, the, 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 the uh, cave with the dock? Yeah, I love that place, but I, I went after that place with just the great sword in my hand and I rocked it. It was so much fun. I'm telling you, they've added twice as many enemies to it. Oh. Well. Like, they just swarm you constantly. And if you just suck it up, take a deep breath and just learn some crowd control, it's fun, but like, you, you cannot play it like you play Dark Souls 3 or 1. Hmm. Like, you gotta, like, do some, like, I usually like to just stick with a rapier, but you gotta be able to sweep. And you gotta be able to move, and like, they have, um, uh, what we call it? They, they changed the location of all the Estes shards and all the the bone dust. Ah! And they made it much harder to get to. Um, oh. remember those like twigs you had to use to turn people from stone? No, I don't. It's been so long. Well, but, like there was like a there's one guy that's made of stone that's like blocking like one major path, and it takes a long time. I think it was called the fragrant branch of yore or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's way more of a mechanic in this version. There's like a bunch of guys like that are stone, and like if you see a guy that turns to stone, you're like, ooh. It's probably an Estes flex behind that guy, and there is, and it's there's a it's a little more plentiful, but you don't know. I don't remember where everything is, and I'm just I'm having. It's almost like playing it for the first time again, and I'm having a fucking blast. You have you have really convinced me to never get this DLC for starters. 
Oh, well, no, that's the thing. It's it's a whole new version that integrates the DLC into the main game. Okay, you convinced me to never get this version of the game. You'd be missing out on maybe two of the best bosses in the series. Because what it sounds like to me <laughs> is, is like, I've you know, watching Darkest Dungeons development over the years, mm-hmm. and as they continue to get feedback from people who just sit there and play Darkest Dungeon eight hours a day, <laughs> the mm. game just gets progressively harder to the point that, like, when I played Dark Souls 2, it was a hard fucking game it is very i i had like that that was ornstein and smoke let us not forget that dark souls 2 gave us fucking ornstein and smoke wasn't it nope nope i won't forget i won't forget no fair enough yeah no either way either way dark souls 2 was not a john for me and i don't like i don't i don't relish the idea of it being any horror or being swarmed now i like the idea if you could just drop me into that scenario with the sword that i had when i cleared that area i'd love to try it i'll admit but there's um, no way I'm playing through the game up to that point just to see. <laughs> I, I, I guess, like, it's not that crazy hard. I guess, like, the, the beginning is a lot harder than it used to be, I guess, if that makes sense. But, like, once you get, like, a decent loadout, you have your, like, crowd control weapon. Your, your the crow. Piercing weapon. Um, the what? Isn't Dark Souls 2 the crow? Crow and no. crow? That's the first one. That's the first one. Yeah, with the Drake. Fuck, which one's the yep. second one? The second, uh, one, second is the, one. The second one is the cliffside. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the well and the cat. Yeah, and you fight the the Bone Queen at the end. I don't remember the Bone Queen. It's been so long. I I recommend popping back into it. It's been eighty four years. It's really good. There are no bad Souls games. I don't know why this one gets the bad rap. I don't They've... understand what's wrong with my memory. I just because like I've it's been I played Bloodborne <laughs> Thank so you, much. Jaylen. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you. I didn't oh, hear you. Man. Catching that. Oh, what, okay, well, okay. For, for Alex's sake, <laughs> Chance goes. I don't understand what's wrong with my memory, and then lighter, and then. Oh. <laughs> I can't imagine what may have had. What my my short term memory is just. Chopping <laughs> 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 smoke. Anyway, anyway. but seriously, funny. the DLC I remember very fondly. Some of the best level design they've ever done. Two of the best bosses in the whole series. The old, I think it's the Ivory King, where you, like you spend the whole DLC trying to like find these souls of this king's like uh, uh, most trusted knights, and then you team up at the very end. I think it's the first time the boss ever had a thing where you jump into a pit and it just goes on like wow, and it's like you, it's a whole ice area, and then like you fall into like a like a flaming hellmouth, oh and all God. these knights you saved are by your side, and you have like two minutes to take down this motherfucker, and it's oh so God. good. Well, if you fail, can you do it again? And they're also oh yeah, they're there. Side? They're there. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds amazing. It's really good DLC. Not enough people got to it because a lot of people slept on two, and that's a shame. I'll say as a as a narrative, that's better to me than I. Okay, the, the narrative for Frozen Wilds isn't bad. Uh huh. Um, can we talk about this DLC? For Horizon Zero Dawn, which I finally played to its completion this week. Oh, you did yeah, finally finish it. it. Oh, oh man! Nice. Oh yeah, and yeah. Years ago, I I bought the DLC because man, fucking Horizon, more Horizon, woo! And then I started up a new character, and I went north to unlock this area to see what the DLC was. And I walked in, and this twenty. Oh, so it integrated long... into the game. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's just cool. a new area up there that you can go to. And this twenty foot long hyena with a flamethrower and mine launcher on its back lands. Cool. <laughs> And it took everything I had to survive that encounter, like every single item and consumable I had. And like during the fight, I was using every piece of resource I had 
to create new gear to throw at this thing. And then by the end, I was out. I was out of shit. And I limped to the nearest town, saved, and went south and said, I will come back here when I'm level 30. And then I went and played the vanilla game until I was level 30. And then I was like, God, this is boring. I mean, it, oh, really? And then I went and played Overwatch for the next three years. You got bored of Horizon. But, it, okay. This was the second time through, or third, perhaps. Exactly. Way back when, this was like the third time through. Okay. And so way back when, I walked away. But this week, I was desperate for something to play. As I wait for Ghost, I didn't want to play The Last of Us 2 because reasons. Um, I wanted something that was kind of gave me a lot of freedom and just allowed me to go out and do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. So I was playing Control, but I wanted something fucking gorgeous. So I gave Horizon Frozen Wilds a shot, a second shot. And what I loaded up was a level 30 Aloy. I didn't have any of the awesome weapons I needed, but I was level 30. And I was basically good to go. So I just like went and completed a couple quests to get, get some end game weapons, hunted some thunder jaws to get some, get some mods for the weapons and then went north. And I just blitzed this area. Hmm. Like it, it was hard because it, that level starts at level 30 and you go to level 60. Whoa. Yes. And it's, it's a relatively small piece of real estate, but the, uh, how to put it? The, the combat in it is fucking insane because they've taken everything from the base game and just kind of cranked up the health and the damage that these things do and, and given it a different type of quote corruption so that you can't, um, you can't, uh, uh, take them over. You can't, I can't walk up and like override this guy and have him fight for me. You can't do that with anyone up there. It drives me crazy. And then they throw these ridiculous new monsters at you. There's a Kodiak bear. Or like a cave bear, basically, made out of metal. <laughs> and and that was... They were easily the best fights outside of like a Thunderclaw or the, the Sandworm thing. I in this do game. want to see a robot bear. It is amazing. Fighting the thing is fucking amazing. If you want to see a screenshot of Aloy hitting one of these things with her spear, go to the blog. Scroll down to... What's it called? Is there a Horizon tab? Uh, there is a tag, but you gotta, just gotta scroll down till you see the picture of James Dean going, You're tearing me apart! <laughs> it's called, the, the post is called, I Can't Take It Anymore. And if you scroll down, you'll see a screenshot I took of Aloy next to a Thunderjaw, and then Aloy just looking at the sky in the north, standing in this lovely pool. Mm-hmm. And then scroll down, and there's me hitting one of these <laughs> I bears her nine hours ago. <laughs> yeah. There's me hitting one of the bears with the spears. And that's really the best screenshot I could get, I'm sorry. Like, but the well, thing is, the thing is like twenty feet tall. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um. So the, well, the fights are really down good. here. All right. Anyway. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's, there's been activity going on the blog. Some yeah, people have been it reading. Has. It. Present company excluded, obviously. But oh, I, <laughs> I'm, work, I'm working again. Okay. I don't have time so during the day anymore. I. You may recall this. The I was at the beach for like twenty nine hours, and then I went back to work. Man, <laughs> I would. If I was at the beach for twenty nine hours, I'd want to sleep for the next twenty four. Uh, I kind of did. I, I okay. kind of slipped into the hot tub a little too deep. If you remember the story of the first Horizon Zero Dawn as a piece of science fiction, was actually pretty cool. Remember that? Not, not it bad. was. Yes. Right. Okay. So this is Yellowstone National Park, huh. and it is permanent winter here. Like it never thaws. It never thaws here. It is always snowing here, which you know we know is unusual. Yeah. These people do not. This is just their home, the Banuk. It is their homeland. 
And, uh, and so they don't understand. And so as Aloy plums the mysteries of this area and the ancient technology and what was done here, she discovers that the reason there are these insane new machines up here is because this mo- um, malignant artificial intelligence has corrupted a local system. Now, this local system is not one of these cradles that Aloy encounters in the South that are responsible for reseeding the world. This was a completely different project. Uh, Yellowstone National Park, you're surely aware, is a volcanic region. It's actively mm-hmm. volcanic. And uh, in this reality, it is determined that this thing is going to blow up and wipe out hundreds of thousands of lives, millions of lives. So they close the park and repurpose all the geothermal energy in the park into redistributing the energy and ensuring that the uh, the mountain will never explode. As a result, the surrounding area is in permanent winter. It's a wonderful, another little wonderful science fiction story. Well, yeah, it kind of walks the line of like science fiction and like, like uh, Dark Soulsy and old magic shit. Yes, very much. Yeah, and but without without any of Dark Souls kind of, I don't know, dourness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like like the only dourness here is from and God, like there is no dourness here. This is the most earnestly woke thing fucking that, ever. That's what it, I loved about the game. Like, it was, yeah, yeah post-apocalyptic, but it wasn't, you know, bent yeah. out of shape about it. There, <laughs> the, for some reason, one quest, and you, you meet all kinds of interesting characters, but one quest that sticks out to me is you meet this punch-drunk doofus, and he's just, he, he's he's just kind of an idiot. He solves problems with his fist. That's what I do. I fight for the Werak. I punch the initiative. I punch things, but I didn't kill that guy, Aloy. And they're going to throw me out of the Werak for it. And Aloy believes the guy. Because even though he's obviously an idiot, she believes that he's telling her the truth. And she goes off and she finds the true culprits. And you end up spending, like, I would say 90 minutes on this guy's quest overall. And by the end of it, Aloy's presence with him has completely changed his outlook on the world. And he's now going to set off on his own and try to improve himself and focus on thinking more. Like it's, it was fun. It was fun, and I I blitzed the whole thing, but I finished it like a day and a half ago. Uh And I've just been kind of spinning my wheels ever since, just like watching a couple Ghost of Tsushima reviews, and then like watching a tech breakdown, and then watching a PS4 versus the Pro version, and then watching a review again. Then maybe you've never seen Ran. I would watch Ran. No, I can't. I can't do any more movies. I don't have time. I don't have time for movies. Because okay. tonight I have booked up everything so that basically from now until it comes out, I will am doing something. So find you find ways to distract yourself for the next right. couple of hours. That's right. I will survive yeah. this. I thought I couldn't. I'm going to. I'm that strong. I'm that strong. <laughs> Ooh, I found a decent <sighs> gift for that boss I was talking about. Okay. Sent you a link. Okay. And I want to mention that. Even though it is the least beloved Dark Souls, and even though it is, I think... Like, I, I have always been very fond of two. Don't yeah, knock uh, Even though it's like it's like six, seven years old now, there I am still getting invaded just as much, if not more so. Hmm. Like, well, is on active. PC, I would imagine. It's more yeah. Active than yeah. Active as hell. Well, well, that's a large guy with a large weapon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's just... I wish there was more, but like... Yeah, it's okay. a good fight. Okay. Hmm. So does, uh, what else we got here? Oh, yes. Does that mean it's time for headlines? I think it is. I think so. Grant Imahara died this week. He was 49. Fuck. Grant was like the smart dude on Mythbusters. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Remember there's the two old guys on Mythbusters and then there's, then there's Grant Mandy, was it? I don't know. And, and the dumb guy. Yep. Grant was the the smart. Yeah. Grant was the smart guy. And he, he was like, 
I don't know. He just always was a nice guy. And when he died this week, I was like, we got to mention that. I always like that guy. Grant him a heart. No, it sucks. It comes out of nowhere. It comes out of nowhere. He wasn't even Like, you didn't, you expect to, to lose, like, you know, the older guys first. Yeah. What the fuck? That's like, you know, for some reason, what that brings up is, um, Anton Yelchin t- for me. It reminds yeah, me of Yeah, that Yelchin sucked. Back. It's like, really? Anton? Um, like, brain aneurysm. Yeah, like sometimes, no, sometimes. Wait, did no, a like, car back over him or something? Yes. Yeah. His own car. And sometimes you see like Schwarzenegger trending on Twitter and you're like, oh, it is time. Yep. And you look and no, he just said something. <laughs> but, but, so yeah, like when your Auntie Mahara died, it was like. Ah, uh, man. Anyway. Uh, Chance's hate mail bag. Hate mail bag. I know. This is. <laughs> This it's is, been a little while. I know, and this is one of my favorite kinds to do, because I say Chance's hate mail bag, and then I disappoint Chamberlain. Oh, <laughs> I thrive on spite and anger. Because what this was was a loss, and but we were having a really strong first point hold on Rialto. Rialto? No, Cuba. Cuba? It's not called Cuba. It's the map set in Cuba. Havana. Yeah, on Havana. And me and this wrecking ball, like the hamster in the ball, are just like banging these guys off the walls like pinballs uh somehow like like he slams them I kill him I I shoot him he he finishes him off we are doing this repeatedly for like the first 5 minutes and then this team gets sick of it switches to counter and rolls us uh, pretty much the rest of the map but that first 5 minutes was amazing so I send the ball a message best ball I ever played with and a picture of Chloe Frazier from Uncharted giving a thumbs up gg rough loss lol they write back gg I appreciate the comment. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. not the hate mail bag. That's the feel-good bag. That's the feel-good bag. But, you know, the feel-good bag uh, comes with a lot of legal liability. So we're going to leave that <laughs> name just over there in the potential I don't think corner. you can use the feel-good bag in, in the States except for Colorado. That's the bag you call um, bag feel-good. Yeah. It's the backpack, it's the backpack makes <laughs> you feel all right. All right. <laughs> Okay. He's going to be your Frankenstein. In Overwatch news, an upcoming patch will put you in a priority queue for a faster queue, a much faster queue time, apparently, if you have just backfilled into a match. So if you backfill into a lost match and then you're kicked back into the queue, apparently you'll get one really quick. Well, that's uh, good. Yeah. A new Maestro skin for Sigma can be earned if you win nine games in any mode this week. It's no question Sigma's best skin, period. Mm. No, no. And it's weird that it's not Limited a time offer, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nine games in a week. And so, so I'm obviously very pissed off that it's this week. Because you're not going to get it, are you? Well, no. Like, when my brother calls, I'll play. Okay. And, we'll, and we're already halfway there. But, oh, my God, it was so bad this week. Like, we, on Monday night, we went 0 and 9. Went 0 and 9? No, 0 and 7, I think it was. The next night, we went, like, 3 and 6. Oh, I like this maestro thing. Mm-hmm. That's that's nice. He's got a nice little uh Yeah, I know. It's like and if, do. Yeah, and if you look at like the if you look at the, the, the wooden things, it's like it looks like violin wood for all his armor. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> it is really his best. That's really period. nice. And he's always going, Can you hear that music? So obviously. It's great school for That sounds like the day I had yesterday on Arena. <laughs> I went like O for in the same deck I took the diamond last period, I was I went like O for ten. I finally had time to play. I sat down I'm like, All right, let's play. I didn't win a game. Awful. Yeah, I and I, I have the I have no idea what's going on because on Monday this Sigma thing wasn't going on, so there was no reason for people to be playing like tryhards, super tryhards. And Tuesday, okay, but even then we lost again. Like we just keep on losing. <sighs> like it was not good. Um, 
Uh, McCree's new spray has been quietly replaced with a horseshoe that says bad luck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know call. if that's necessary. Really? Yes. He's okay. a cowboy. No. They hung people then. No. Yes. No, no, no. They did. They did. You're right. Um, but then they didn't give any reason for it. They didn't say anything about it. I hadn't heard anything. Uh, I know why. Because what if you see someone with a screen name that makes you assume that they're black and all of a sudden you and a bunch of other guys just start spraying the noose in front of them? Oh, is, is, is a noose, I'm going to say something potentially insensitive. Okay. Is a noose inherently racist? No. Kinda. No, but neither it's was. It's like you're neither, lynching, neither, I mean, neither is a swastika until you understand that it is associated with the Nazis. But an, is it news? I, 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 I appreciate with, them getting out in front of this. Yes, I agree with Alex. I yeah. agree with Alex. All right. now, now, on its own, no, it's not. But you are correct that it has a lot of potential There have been six, uh, like six, quote-unquote, suicides by hanging in California we yes. haven't gotten to the bottom of yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, let's not forget those lately. Like, what right. the fuck happened to those? How come those were out of the news? Anyway. Oh, they're, they're, they're on it. Because the news cycle it feels is like less all than I ever hear about it is from like local people talking about their papers or what their people aren't covering. It drives me fucking crazy. Isn't anyway. that? Isn't that? Uh... Anyway, let's get off of this. Please. Yep. Uh, so I went on to the official Overwatch forums just for something to do to fill the time as I wait for Ghost of Tsushima, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm kind of interested in. Um, and there were so many threads of people complaining that they got rid of the news. And as I scrolled through the responses to these threads agreeing with the initial posters complaining about this and so many people whining and whining and whining over snowflakes <laughs> yeah. um that i i was tempted like i actually opened up the browser and began to write oh no 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 about sometimes i'm like it occurs to me that covid is a plague that specifically targets the stupid <sighs> <laughs> and i and sometimes I feel bad about what's occurring in the States. Or if you can't afford to live And in I right wonder why it's occurring. And then I read threads like this and I understand why it's occurring. And I just wanted to write that and then just walk away. And then I start, I wrote like two words and I was like, what you're no. about to write is absolutely fucking horrible. But like, they were horrible people. They were horrible people. And I guarantee you they were at like, they were all, they would all pile into a pool wearing shades together. Yep, bruh. Fucking awesome, bruh. Anyway, uh, Blizzard will be on hand at the 2020 China Joy Games Conference, July 31st to August 3rd. The splash image on their promo shows pretty much every Blizzard property, including Overwatch, so perhaps we'll get some Overwatch 2 news. Fingers crossed. Absolutely nothing announced. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn's PC version will support 32x9 ultra-wide monitors at a 3840x1080 resolution. That's a that's a big monitor. That's a wide monitor. What nice wide. curve monitor. Yeah, but I like I think for work that would be amazing. Uh yeah. Wow. I would love to have that in my office. I don't need that for home, but if, at, for for work that would be fucking wicked. What 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 would you need that for? I, I used I used two yeah. monitors. Oh, okay. As is. Like I need to have like three like two spreadsheets and an email open over ah, here and you. a whole other application or system open on the mm-hmm. other screen, like no, I need it. <laughs> if anybody touches a computer, you need two monitors. I mean, it's just... Yeah. That's just how it is. Uh, Phil, Spe- Phil Spencer doubled down this week on Xbox's commitment that all Xbox Game Studios titles, quote, for the next couple of years, will be on both Xbox One and Xbox One X, or Series X. So other Xbox news, mm-hmm. the Xbox One X mm-hmm. is being discontinued. Mm-hmm. 
And only the get most the, only get intelligent the response I've seen to that is that they want to clear out that price point because they don't want two boxes coming out with the same price point. Yeah. And how much is it now? 400 Huh. Ooh. And that is like the price, isn't it? Yep. And if, oh man, if they can hit that and Sony can't. Oof. Oof. That'd be interesting. And the other one was that as of right now, uh, Xbox or Microsoft's streaming. Um, what am I trying to say? There's their streaming kind of pl- platform that oh, they have. I forget what it's called. I yeah. I don't remember. The, yeah. What I remember about it is that they hired a guy named Ninja. But go on. No, 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 not that. That's Mixer. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the, the game streaming. Oh, then um, what? XCloud. Oh, yeah, geez. which is been in beta for quite a, a while. Thing. No, it, it is. It, okay. it, it is. It okay. is. And they've been kind of in beta for it for a while. They didn't know what to do with it. It's been free-ish, but, but they've decided that they're going to roll that into Game Pass. So if you pay for Game Pass, you have xCloud. That's which a really will, good idea. Which will, once it's all working, allow you to play a game, because it's, this is all cloud saves, right? It will allow you to play a game at home. And if it supports xCloud, pick it up at your on your tablet and play it there on the same save. That... Which is what the Stadia, Stadia is supposed to do, but the Stadia is terrible so stadia is a it's like a placebo do we for like a gaming system do we have any indication that this xbox one is actually better than stadia no and i don't i don't necessarily trust any streaming gaming services because latency is always a thing unless it's a turn-based oh yeah i mean there there are some games like if i was gonna play a telltale game maybe (laughs) no because even then you got all even then you got yeah is nothing but quick time events. events yeah yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about turn-based Japanese RPGs for the most part, some Western. Um, but if if that PlayStation Now came free with my PlayStation Plus subscription, I would try it. Yeah, so, yeah. And they've offered it free, and I refuse to try it. But if yeah, they I if they tie it in with what I'm already paying them, I try it. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's. I mean, There's Microsoft is is very slowly making better decisions. Yeah, I just wish they'd, I don't, I don't know, produced better games. Three hours and 40 minutes. Of? Until Tsushima. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah well, no, no, no. Oh, you know, Famitsu gave it a perfect score. Yeah, well, no, that's in our headlines. Yeah. Yeah, that's in our headlines, but we're not there yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because next up is that No Man's Sky is getting kind of a horror-themed update soon. With yeah, it looks de- neat. Desolation. Uh, hang on, I got a text. What is this? Oh, my God. Ghost of Tsushima just texted you. time for that. I have paid 20 bucks for this like two years ago, and it just keeps getting loaded down with new shit. Well, it's uh, this is free, I'm sure, right? Yeah, it's always free. free. They're always free. There is no paid DLC. In addition God to bless a, them. quote, faster, more dynamic combat experience, it lets you explore big ghost ship freighters that may have hazard life forms or security systems on boards, and there's a bunch of other bullet points that I'm not listing off. Um, Alex, that actually sounds hyped? pretty cool. Oh, it does. I, I'm it definitely going to pop back in for sure. Yeah, it makes you want to check it out. Makes you want to check it out. With my big ass monitor, fuck yeah! Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the PS5. <laughs> I'm worried it's gonna be seven hundred dollars. It care. won't be higher than five. five you don't think so? Ceiling. Yeah, five yeah. is the ceiling. Agreed. Mm. It is the absolute ceiling. Uh-huh. And even that, and even too then, much. yeah, and yeah. even then, they know that if they do five, they're gonna get a PS2 to PS3 experience again, yeah. where it's just that one's cheaper. That's it. Now, I don't think we've ever brought up this particular property on the podcast before. I don't think I've ever brought... I think I've brought up very rarely on the blog. But I know for a fact that this podcast is rated like you have to be adult to listen to it. Yeah, so on purpose. I know for a fact that every listener of good heart 
uh, is over the age of 18. And so it's completely fine that I tell you about a webcomic called Oglap that you're probably already aware of. It's basically sex comedy. Yeah. And I fell in love with it when I first clicked on it, and there was a dude jacking it. Mm. And he finishes, and then his uh, leavings gather themselves into a ball <laughs> with a pair of little legs and a pair of eyes that look up at him. And this guy stares down at this little cum sprite, it comes to be known as, mm-hmm. in shock. And the cum sprite says... I'm, I'm telling. And then <laughs> runs away. And the guy is, is sitting there with his pants around his leg, just in a state of shock. And at that point, I'm like, I will read, I will read this forever. Yeah, and I funny. have. So. That was back when it was actually like, like a continuous story. Uh, no, it was several continuous stories. And they've never gone back to Oglaf. A, re- a repeated character that I love is this vampire who might be a doctor. And there's also, there's also the adventurer who has no sense of humor or has no sense of joy. She's yeah. a wonderful character. There's great wonderful characters, but I do miss the Oglaf arc. Like I want to know what happened there. Well, he died. Yeah, I know, but I want him to come back. The sor- obviously. The sorceress killed him because he killed. The Frog of Happiness or The Arrow of Regret or oh, I don't know. It's been great. so long. It's, anyway. It has been a long time. But it's great. The third book is up now. You've got like, you know, three weeks to go and kickstart it. They've already reached their goal. Don't worry about it. It's coming out. I got myself a special edition coming in the mail. That'll go <laughs> fine with the other two. Anyway. <clears throat> Ghost of Tsushima's Famitsu, uh, received Famitsu's 27th ever perfect score and the third one ever awarded to a Western developer. The other two were Skyrim and Grand Theft Auto V. Japanese critics in general are positive on the game and point out that it doesn't use any use. It. We already said this. I already said this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but f- a perfect score from hell yeah, hell yeah, man. That's pretty good. But at the same time, it's kind of worrying, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, like I, I finished Grand Theft Auto V. Um. Yeah. And I will never touch it again. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get the next. Rockstar game. I just I don't uh, know. all right. So just I'll so we're aware, definitely get the next Rockstar game. The the that that this a perfect score from Famitsu doesn't mean what you think it means. Right, well, and like, they're like kind of like IGN, every, aren't they? Every Zelda well, also. Not, no, 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 no. Here, I I have the list. Mm-hmm. Okay, bring it on. Oc- Zelda: Ocarina of Time, Soul okay. Calibur on the Dreamcast, Vagrant Story, Zelda: Wind Waker, Nintendogs, Nintendogs. Final Fantasy Nintendo. XII. There's, there's, there's one for Alex. Mm-hmm. Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Metal Gear Solid 4. Mm-hmm. 428 Shibuya Scramble. I don't know what that is. Shibuya. Dragon Quest 9. Monster Hunter Tri. 9. Oh, come on. Monster Hunter World is on there, isn't it? What, which one? Monster Hunter World is on there, isn't it? Nah, nah hold on. I, no, Eight, I, maybe. it isn't. 9, definitely. There, there's an, I said World. Ba- there's, a, there's an argument to be made for Bayonetta, but go on. It is. New Super Mario Bros. Wii. Yeah, okay. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Okay. Yeah, Pokemon Black and White. Still talk about that. Peace Walker is not a 10 out of 10. Yeah, but... Skyward Sword. Uh, uh no. No, no. Elder Scrolls V. But... And here's the killer. Here's the killer. You ready? Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy thirteen two. Okay, no. Well, I, no. No, 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 no. No, that was no, no. I put that thing down that out of That was worse than the trilogy. And at this point, it's worth pointing out that what a Famitsu score is, is it's not one reviewer's opinion. Four uh, reviewers write four yeah. very short reviews and then give their yeah. final score. And so your perfect score from Famitsu is not like a 10 out of 10. It's a 40. Yeah. So though every game just listed happened to be 
a 10 out of 10 for each of those four guys, yeah. or you know, oh, let's no. be honest, guys. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kid Icarus Uprising, Yakuza 5, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle, GTA 5, Metal Gear Solid 5. This is a weird list. <laughs> okay, Breath this, of the this Wild. This one I do have to respond to. Dragon Quest 11, and here, here, just for chance, Death Stranding. Uh, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think, and the thing is, if we look back at these, I think most people would agree that this is a list of forward-thinking games that push yeah. their relative genres forward. Not, so, not eleven though. Final Fantasy thirteen two. How is that a forward? That, that's that's thirteen's that weak, and thirteen two was the weakest of the three. Yeah, it was pretty fucking awful. And Monster Hunter World is not on here. Just Monster Hunter Try. Huh. Metal Gear Solid Five, come on, guys! Uh, but come again, on. when Metal Gear Solid Five was was a real departure from all your every single earlier one, it was an open world one. And when I think about, I think about why to bring this back again to Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> when I think about why it was important, like this dream game of mine, right? I've talked about. It's yeah. always been a facet that it's a Western developer who makes the combat, not not a Japanese developer, and. Uh, I don't think it's weird to say that there is a certain feel that a Japanese game has. And the way it lays out information, the way it, it handles its menus, there's something kind of distinctive about games from the East compared to games from the West. Uh, epitomized in, like, you know, Near Automata, the way that game handles combat, the way that game handles also quests, also save systems, mm-hmm. also its menus. Like, so, and there's certain shit that I don't want to navigate. I want to play a game that understands that I'm here to play. And that's why I'm so excited that it's fucking Sucker Punch, man. Interesting games that got a 39. Here, just just a quick quick couple. Last was Part okay. 2, 39. Hmm. FF7 Remake, 39. Hmm. Persona 5. L.A. Noir. What the hell, guys? Okay, yeah. but I think... Well, that was forward-thinking kind of. If I played L.A. Noir and I didn't understand English, I might think it was really smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if I hadn't watched... Like five or six noir thrillers before, yeah, sure. Gears, yeah. Of, Gears of War. Yeah, like it's it was it was a crash and burn, and yeah. uh, I, I, okay, okay. The the central killer was an interesting character. I don't even remember him. The flamethrower guy. I, I remember. I remember I the fact been. that I, it was I did, making all those paper cranes. I did like your character. Oh, I thought yeah. he was kind of an interesting. Like you know, he's back from the war. He's actually kind of a tough dude. Yeah, but he dies like terribly. Uh, I, I know, but. Oh but my God! Thirty-nine. Br- Just this. This is the last one. Okay. Near perfect score. Resident Evil Six. Okay. No. No. Fuck no, off. We're no, done with no, that. No, we're no, done with no, that no, list. No, no, okay. Okay. I'm done with that list now. But um, what was that game we were talking about just before Resident Evil? Ghost of Tsushima. No, one before that. La Noir. La Noir. And the fact that your 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 primary character in this has a real personality, just like um, you know, just like the good infamouses. Just like Arthur in uh, Red Dead Redemption, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that game was really good at making you feel like a bumbling idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because of the controls. Absolutely. No, no, I'm talking about just like the, the interrogation um, sequences. You screwed it up every time. Oh, that, Or yeah. like your partner be like, hey, uh, actually, this piece of evidence completely exonerates him. I'm like, no shit. Yeah. Oh, uh, buddy, I'm sorry. No, I, I saves come the fuck out of that game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and to bring it back to our topic of Ghost of Tsushima. One of the regular complaints is that the main character isn't one of those open world characters. He's just nah, kind of. It sounds like he sucks. 
Yeah, he doesn't have much personality. He's just kind of like the standard heroic person. That, He's your avatar. That, that the char- that the player inhabits, and I'm kind of yeah. disappointed by that because after watching Yojimbo and Sanjuro in the last 24 hours, I really enjoy this sassy, witty kind of foul-mouthed samurai yeah. that everyone is shocked by his foul matters. And I and I was you know, I would have enjoyed it if this person were mo- as much of a character as Geralt. You know, just just wait for the Yojimbo DLC. No, anytime girl just like turns into a wine snob, I'm just like, fuck, I love this dude. <laughs> he's such a he's such a studio old bitch. Uh, the Uncharted movie has started filming, still starring Tom Holland. It expectations. It, it's, it's an Uroboros of film. It'll never begin and will never end. Apparently, it started. It's like the Halo movie. <laughs> it might it might kind of go we'll go like straight to. Wait, was there a Halo movie? Yeah, it no, was Peter Jackson. It never it? was. Yeah, Peter yes. Jackson gave it to Neil Blomkamp, and Neil Blomkamp was like, no, we can't make a movie with a guy with no face. But then, you know, V for Vendetta's over here being, eh, it kind of worked over here. Yeah, but V for Vendetta that, had story and character. Yeah. Ma- and it Master, had, um, Master character. Chief will finish the fight. You know, yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> and he misses Cortana. That's about it. Uh, the Dragon's Dogma Netflix anime debuts this September. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't care. Uh, a report from Business News this week says Sony has doubled its PS5 production orders for this year. Oh, so five instead of two. Uh, well, no, I think it's 10, 10 million instead of five million. Um, Lego and Nintendo are releasing a whole Lego NES and TV that you build. So, like, you build, like, a little Nintendo pad and Lego and a Nintendo system and a TV, and you hook it all up with a bunch of cords, and then you turn a crank on the side of this TV that you built... That like turns the that like just makes the scenery in the screen scroll, mm-hmm. and, like an as like an ancient you know one of those. I don't know why who wants this or why, but it will cost you over two hundred thirty dollars American. No thanks. Nope. Good lord. Yeah. Could buy a like a Death Star for that price. Spend that much money on it. I'd love to know who. Yeah, I'd love to know who. I just got my badass new fifty inch TV for about like seventy bucks more than that. Uh, I'd love who I'd love to know who at Nintendo made this deal and was like nodding their heads, going, "Ah, oh, yes, I get children." Like, <laughs> I looked at that. Thing I don't. And it was it's just not for kids. Yeah, it's definitely it's not, not for kids. Wow. No. no. Uh, Ubisoft said this week that Skull and Bones, if you remember that one, is being nope. reworked with live game elements. This just sounds oh, worse gross. and worse the longer it goes. So, did you watch Ubisoft's Play Forward? Fuck no. I did. How'd it go? I'm sorry. It was boring as shit. I bet. I, um, the, I did the recap, actually. The recap articles were boring. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah. on. It didn't show much. I actually, being a fan of the series, I like what uh, uh, Watch Dogs Legion is doing. Okay. I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah, every time I read about it, I'm like, you know what? This doesn't sound half bad. I, I don't from a story mind the idea of running around as like a granny kicking the shit out of guys. Well, no, like you make like. Um, heist crews out of all the random characters. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. sounds I mean, awesome. It's, if, if they pull it off, if there's they pull, no of guarantee they will. But if they do, that could be fun. Yeah. But you, yeah. but don't you play as them? So you kind of you have do. a hand in it, right? So. Yeah, but I mean, I, I want to know how different the different characters are. If they all just kind of fall into their own specific classes, or if they are really different. How long does it take for the dialogue to start repeating? Because you know what's going to happen. I know for a fact they're different. I have no idea how much of an impact their differences will have. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, it's I'll I'll play it. I, I liked Watch Dogs one and two. So yeah. How was it graphically? I never tried to. It looked fine. I mean, it never looked as you, no no Ubisoft game ever looks as good as they tell you it's going to look. Yeah, and it will almost certainly never run at sixty FPS. Yeah, true. But I mean, Watch Dogs two looked pretty good, mm. honestly. 
Okay. Good kind of near future stuff with kind of um, augmented AI, augmented reality things from your helmet. It was it was fine. It was fun. And that's it. Watch Dogs too. Or Watch Dogs Legion. No, it's two. That's all you. Yeah, Legion, Legion. Legion looks Legion looks a little bit better than two. Okay. I mean, you you have Microsoft out there saying it's going to run great on the Series X, so we'll see what happens. I'm sure it will. I'm sure everything will run great on the Series X. It better. Well, yeah, for fuck's sakes, it better. Like, it won't have Can of Bridge of Spirits. Yeah. That gorgeous game with the girl, with like the Asian girl and all the little black monsters and she, oh, oh and, yeah, and she like explodes yeah. into nature and shit. Yeah, that's true. Man, is that ever release date yet? I don't think it's even a launch title. Launch oh. is launches like Spider Man. So here's the thing: launch is Spider Man. Launch is pretty weak. Well, but um, until you consider third parties for both systems, launch is uh, Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk is that weak. But there I'm is no okay, but the Cyberpunk be, being released is the previous generation Cyberpunk. Not, well, yeah, you're going you, to release you, it again later. But you'll be able to stick it into your whatever and it'll run. And then how long do you think it's going to take CG Project to make that patch? Like I think they're going to prioritize uh, that a little bit. True, but actually, I'm not. I am. I'm lying. There was something that looked good. They actually showed more of Assassin's Creed. Vikings, Valhalla, okay. yeah, and hey, there it's it's Assassin's Creed Odyssey again. You get your choice of male or female characters, and this is all yeah. going on, and it looks fine. Yeah, I like Odyssey. I like Odyssey a lot. If this is Odyssey with Vikings, fine. Here's my thing though: is I watch the combat in that. It's Assassin's. It's it's the new Assassin's yeah, Creed combat, and, which and is pretty I watch, kind of like, you know I watch this beautiful animation as this Viking swishes an axe through an enemy's hitbox. And the enemy continues their animation as if nothing happened. And I'm just like... And, and then the guy just keeps mashing the thing and on each other. And it's... Fuck Assassin's Creed combat. And then I look at the combat of our topic tonight, Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> and I see these really precise, you know, clashes of metal. And I'm like, why the fuck would I want to play this Viking game? And the thing I'm... is, the, the whole Viking thing is way more appealing than uh, it, Egypt or Greece to me. But go on. Really? Oh, yeah. I love that. I, well, I love okay, that Celtic. of the three, Egypt was probably the most appealing to me. Egypt wish... was fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like Egypt. I'm going to be mad. Going back to our topic this evening of Ghost of Tsushima, mm. I wouldn't be mad if it's too hard. It's... I don't think it's going to be. Too well, hard. again, remember what I said. Uh, people have said it's nowhere near as hard as Sekiro or Neo. Yeah, well, that's that's good. Um, Naughty Dog Neo sucked though. <laughs> well, Naughty Dog or not Naughty Dog Sucker Punch have said they intend it to be quite challenging. But a lot of the reviews I've seen have brought up that point that Sucker Punch made and said it's really not. Mm, it's just okay. really fun. And it continues to get more complex as you go, but you're never, it's just that makes it better. That can make you, so you continue to enjoy it as you can progress through the world. Yeah. Apparently the combat is definitely a high point. Okay. Can't wait to play it. I don't know if I mentioned that. Far Cry 6 was announced with a CG trailer showing an island nation that's kind of Cuba-esque. It will play now, exactly like three, four, and five. Yeah, maybe. Um, is I'm, it the same engine? They, you know, they mm. a CG trailer. That's all we got. Yeah, they didn't. That's they, all we got. Don't okay. know. You they know actually, what? You know what? Though I do love me some Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure they actually did give a release window of like early 2021. So it's releasing kind of in the same window as every other Far Cry. But unless unless we're about to see like an Assassin's Creed one to two leap. Or a three, two, yeah. 
a three to Black Flag leap, I kind of I, don't give a shit about Far Cry. I was telling the guys earlier, I popped into Far Cry 5 and almost immediately returned it because yeah. it had half the shatter range of Far Cry 4, looked exactly the same, but worse, and ran shittier, and yeah. had a villain I did not give a fuck about. Yeah. Like, the Far Cry yeah. games, have kind of, they were inspired with the three. three. Primal might have been the high point. It was definitely uh, enjoyable. It was it, so fun it, it and was, so weird. It was the last one that I really loved. Like I still can't believe how good that like just the primitive language was and it, how yeah, yeah. interesting it was to listen to. And and I every time we think about that game, I think about the animation and the cutscenes, the facial animation. So good, yeah. amazing. Well, I mean, I bought five. I'm not going to buy six. I'll play it eventually, but it's not on my got to play day one list. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. New Dawn didn't do it for you. No, New Dawn was. No. It New seemed like two thirds of a game. How am I doing? Uh, yeah, but it was—it's like a half follow-up. I mean, I, well, I would have loved Blood Dragon two instead of New Dawn. Right. Yeah. True. Because everybody would have. I definitely would have been into it, but you know what? Like, <clears throat> hang on, I'm, I'm gonna hit you with like a Peter Griffin wink one here. It's fitting that Ubisoft's next game is about Vikings because they sure do like to burn their bridges with fans. <laughs> no, but no, like with these last couple of Far Cry games, they've lost me. They really have. They, yeah, me too. Yeah. And I really liked the first, like, three and four a lot. I, I like two. Even two was really cool. And it had some yeah. frustrating as shit aspects to it, but it was committed to the, the simulation. And it was trying to do something at least, you know, it was striving yes. for Heart of Darkness and yes. got kind of close. The and, villain had some decent dialogue. And it was inspired. And Far Cry 3 was inspired to take all, almost everything that was cool about that and just make it really streamlined and accessible for the player. And that was awesome. And then they took the Far Cry 3 model and used it like another six times, I want to say. Yes. Yes. So I'm like I've played Far Cry Three. I love that game. I know. I was also noticing these are the same fucking guns and the same animation. I just mm-hmm. play Four or Primal again. What the fuck mm-hmm. am I doing? Yeah. And so they really, yeah, they've they've, they've gotten too much blood from the stone. It's time yeah. to make Far Cry Four. Basically, the Chicken Man deserves better. Yeah, we never got <laughs> we never got past three. So Watch Dogs Legion comes out this October. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for reviews. Play. I'll check out reviews. Yeah. Carrion, Carrion, that little indie where you're yeah, like the a, flesh that's monster. A nuts fucking game. Okay, but watch. Okay, there's a bunch of ha- first half hour gameplays out. I suggest yeah. you might want to go check that out first. That's Be- the one where you're like a amorphic monster, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That first half hour gameplay does not make me want to get the game at all. It made me want to wait for reviews. It seems like a neat idea that doesn't really... No, and I saw a trailer that shows all kinds of interesting ideas. With, like, the tentacle, like, reaching out and controlling a dude. And the dude walks up to another dude and shoots him and then opens a door. Like, But, it, it, but how, te- how tedious is it to go from A to B? Um, is my question. Well... Are you, like, how, how do you move? You're an amorphous blob. You're an amorphous blob, and I, so I have no answer to that whatsoever, which is why I'm interested in reviews. But it's if, a really fun experiment to watch. But if moving is actually enjoyable, if they manage to make that a thing, I don't know if they do at all, or if it's just like, move this way, blob, then it does. But if it's fun, then I will happily swing through rooms with nothing in them. If just swinging is fun. I love that shit. So we'll see. But I'll wait for reviews. They announced that for Game Pass, so I will be able to give you reactions to it. Hmm. Good sound design so far. Mm-hmm. What a like, gross, gross sounding. Yeah. Well, that, that, that's what it needs, though. Yeah, but that's <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's but it's also what got me. Oh off. yeah, you, you just point and move. It's it's not too bad. It, it's also what got me off control. Is this constant omnipresent 
the whisper, screams. the whisper. Yeah, it's like yeah. screams and dark shit. You know, like like that's okay for it's a the same level. mood the entire exactly. Time. So that's like yeah. sitting there and meditating on Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, yeah. I don't I don't need to like fill my inner chi with that. I want to like you know that's that's okay for a moment or uh, you know a twenty minute awesome fight against the Rat King. Great, fantastic. But they didn't have any decent boss designs in that game. They were just control. Yeah, like one of them is literally the swamp monster from the second Ratchet and Clank. Just yeah. like a blob with a tentacle eye on it. I come like on, no. Guys. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna come to Control's defense here mm. and say that for me, uh, every boss was a puzzle, and the act of fighting it and solving that puzzle was oh, always no, no, playing fun. it was fine. And the, I the felt actual so dis- powerful. The visual design of them after like Dark Souls oh, yeah. and shit, yeah. really disappointing. And and yeah, so it's either like an anchor floating in space, yeah, or, yeah. or like there was one that I fought repeatedly. It's like this giant looming figure of darkness with a with a great eye in the middle of. That's yeah, what, you that's what I'm talking twice, about. Yeah. At least twice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but and but the thing is, it was fun. And when it beat the shit out of me, I was like, you. Motherfucker. I, I tell you what, the the giant um um fungus area really neat. Yeah, and I came back to that when I was like, I am currently like getting pretty close to maxed out in control. So I landed there. The first time I played it, that place beat the shit out of me. I never went back to it. This time I went back to it, and I realized that I never should have even been touching this area until no. I was at the end of the when game. You were there, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the cafeteria was neat. I don't remember that. The the, the area right before the the oh, fungus okay. area. It's all, it's all that white stone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The brutalist architecture. Yep. Hmm. So, I I mean, I'm, I'm kind of at a loss as to what are we going to talk about next week? I don't really know. I mean... Uh, Tsushima? I don't... One I really no, I mean, I, we'll talk Alex, about you're making bit? the assumption that I'm not just going to be laying Playing there this in instead of the podcast? No, I'll be dead. I'll be dead. <laughs> like, over How the- long can you go without water? Three days? I'll so we'll to Yep. <laughs> That's a pretty good party. I know. <laughs> now do my heart stop. Oh, my heart stop. <laughs> Bye, Superman. Oh, there it goes. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> when Barney got sober, I'm like, why am I even watching this? Hey, what does his voice say? Oh, yeah, you, you know, true. you know what's on Netflix right now? I know. I don't mm. know if it's in the states, but in Canada, at least, uh, Colorado Space. The I, Nicolas I, Cage I, one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Worth watching. Yeah, it's, it's not bad. Yeah, it's solid. Like, d- don't go into it going like, "Oh my god, this is going to change your mind about horror." No, movies. it's like, going to be pretty. It's going to be. You got, you got um. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? Not Cheech Marin. God damn it, Tommy John. Yeah, yeah, Tommy John. Like the whole cast is solid. Actually, I'm yeah. trying to think of a week. No, like they're all really good. The daughter has just like such an interesting face. She, I know how to explain. She does. You know. Okay. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if, now picture the daughter's face. Yeah. Now, I want you, now that it's in your head, have her say, just put a little uh, sardine oil on it. <laughs> Can you see it now? Just a bit. Just a bit. In the eyes, right? In the eyebrows. Yeah. 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 It's not bad. <sighs> Jesus Christ. My little brother keeps on texting me. You got his remember watch? We're busy? We're busy. No, it's my little brother. He's, I don't know, he's doing something with my laptops. Oh. Bad things for your laptop? No. Cleaning no. off the bad You're breaking things. it? Yeah, no, like he's like, I, like over the years of, you know, like a laptop will break. I'll toss it in a corner by another laptop. And, uh, cause I gotta like work downstairs or whatever. 
And so my little, my younger brother is like cleaning up the house and he goes, well, what do you want to do with this whole toy sheep? I'm like, I don't care. It doesn't work. He was like, well, can I take it? I go, sure. Don't give it to your kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, reinstall Windows first. And, goes, and I goes, well, what did he do with it? I'm like, that's the point. I don't remember. Like, I have no idea how old that laptop is. I don't know what I was into at the time. Just don't give it, don't give it up. He's, he's like, it what? crunch which... when you open the lid? <laughs> no, like, laptops are always, are always work, but sometimes you travel with them, you know? Let's not get it. Why are we even fucking talking about this? We're done on this. You brought it up. We're done on this topic. <laughs> Just because you're traveling with it for work doesn't mean, you know, that, uh, I mean, you get bored sometimes. And for fuck's sake. Hotel room He's is texting me questions so about, lonely. about my, my, my passwords that I use. Just I wouldn't um, tell him. <laughs> yeah, why? No, don't give them those. I don't care if he's family. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Well, you have places to be. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm headed to a park or something. And I'm getting yeah, home. I gotta be up at five. Oh, well, there you go. I'm, I'm gonna seven, be up but... till five, man. It's gonna be Yeah, so I'm, I'm good. totally not gonna be personoing all night. Anyway. I can't fucking wait. I gotta be up early, not up early, but my, I'm tired every night for some reason. I have a physical job now. Yeah, isn't it nice? Things. I, I kind of like being. Oh my god! So you got that job? Yeah, yeah, I did. I took I took the uh, the furniture store. Your hands aren't fucked up yet. Job. Um, they were for the first day because mm-hmm. the Sanded. first day they had me in the stripping. No, sanding's not bad. Sanding, I'm okay. But the first day they had me in the stripping tank. And oh. The first part of the stripping tank is this noxious. It's this chemical. I don't remember the name of it, but you have to wear a respirator and you have to put these heavy gloves on. And you're doing that in there. Then you move over to the other stripping tank, and it's just acetone. But an acetone really like isn't going to hurt you. Yeah, no. <laughs> there you go. And acetone isn't that bad, but the problem is, as you're scrubbing on this thing, the acetone migrates from the piece to your hands. Oh. So I'm probably never going to have clean fingernails again if I stay with this job for very long. Well, what if you but just have gloves? Isn't there gloves? You can't. You need to be able to feel it. Oh. You need to be able to feel the piece to know that the, the, the uh, paint or the stain, not the stain, the varnish or whatever is off. Suffer for your art. So, um, what color does it change your nails to? Uh, brown. Looks like I have poop nails. <laughs> oh, man. What does it smell it's like, gross. though? It doesn't smell like anything. Okay, well, that, it could be worse. Does they, could smell like, they could smell like shrimp like, all the time. <laughs> that'd be bad. And, and, they, <laughs> and they say that's just the deal if you're doing this job? That's just how it is, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I could probably get in there and scrub underneath my fingernails with acetone to get it out, but that hurts, man. Oh, yeah, fuck's sakes, dude. My calluses are turning a little orange, but you know, <laughs> I'll be all right. All right, I got to run. Sanding's meditative, though. It's not bad. It really isn't bad. No, I, I imagine it would be. If you can do something meditative. Yeah. All right, I got to go. All right, bye. <laughs> See you later, everybody. Talk to you in a week. <laughs> <laughs>